Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Drunks. Actually, this is the kickoff edition for uh, 2022 uh, with my co-host, Ty. How are you doing today? What's up? What's good, Coach Ray? I'm good, man. Um, feeling good. I had a great start to a day and um, just continuing that vibe. How you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, yeah, actually, uh, we, we got to uh, hit a trail this morning, and I, I, I was uh, looking into the trail, and I uh, thank you, everybody, for joining on the simulcast, on the broadcast, and in the audience. Uh, yeah, we, we hit a trail today. It was called Potato Mountain. First time exploring it. And I had to do a little research on it uh, to see. Uh, basically, I wanted to know the name, the history of the name, and I really couldn't find the origins of the name. Uh, really? Do you have any insight uh, on that? That's crazy. You, you, you dug deep to try, try to find the, the meaning of the Potato Mountain? I did, and uh, what I found, I don't believe is accurate. Uh, from what I found is uh, people take potatoes up to the top of the peak where we where we got to, and they, they leave them up there. But I, I feel that they went and left them up there because they found out it's called Potato Mountain. I don't feel that people went up, put so many potatoes, and then they're like, oh, we should rename this mountain to Potato no. Mountain. Cause, yeah. You know what I mean? That doesn't make sense. For sure. So, uh, I dug a little bit more, and uh, I'm trying to. I mean, let me let me pull it out so I could be accurate. But uh, we're also going to be reviewing two beers because uh, this show is called Drunks, and it's about uh, you know working out and earning your beer, and and then uh, we just try and review different beers, and anyone is welcome to. Oh yeah, check out the the shirts right here. Check yeah. the merch, y'all. Check the merch, y'all. So. Uh, yeah, and uh, so we went to this uh, trail. It's in the, what would you call it, the Claremont uh, area? Yeah, Claremont Wilderness. And that's in California. And there, uh, you know, with that trail being there, I always wondered why it's not part of the National Forest. So from from what I could tell and from what I read, it says that, that early in the 1920s, every canyon was purchased by Herman Gardner. And he he sought he sought to like kind of keep the area prestige, uh, and and he kept it good. And then he died in 1983, and he deeded that property over to Pomona College, uh, one of the Claremont colleges. So that is why they're in control of it because that property was deeded by the original owner who purchased it, and it was excluded from the national forest, uh, as far as I could tell. Yeah. That and and. You research this because you have to explain why we even like why do you even think to research that because we got stopped we got stopped by a park ranger correct today. Oh, uh, actually, the Potato Mountain just always kind of made me wonder uh, why is it called Potato Mountain. But then the park ranger too kind of uh, made me more curious as well. And, and now that I actually recall, I believe through Potato Mountain and the Claremont Loop. You can connect to it's called Burbank Trail, okay. and I'm like, can you actually get to Burbank, California, from that loop? You know that that's what I've been wondering. Oh, that's probably the one I was I was on the opposite side of the Potato Mountain Trailhead from the Claremont Loop. That was like saying the potato being on the right hand side of the top of the Claremont Loop. On the left hand side, it would make sense if it goes that far because that'd be the direction of west. Yeah, oh, so that, that makes it more interesting because then yeah. you're going over through the National Forest, you're going like through Azusa, Sandimas, Laverne, like you're going through those mountains all the way to get to the other end. So 
Yeah, I'm definitely going to have to look into because I've, I've been to Burbank. You know, it's it's more on the opposite side. And, uh, you know, for those listening in uh, who aren't from California, Burbank, there's a lot of studios. I'm sure you've heard of it. There's a lot of like TV studios there, ABC's there, Disney's there. Uh, yeah. They filmed a lot. They do a lot Universal, of cartoon drawings there as or, well. Um, yeah, that's right. Is it Universal or the uh, other one? Uh, the George Lopez uh, show. Which one? What? What? Uh, remember we went to the I George don't, Lopez show? That was. Yeah, I don't remember, but that that's also where uh, the Tonight Show's filmed, or it it, it was that's before right, Jimmy yeah. Fallon got it. So Burbank has like a history, and and that's why every time I seen it, I'm like, is that is that the same Burbank? And how long would it take to actually hike it? So. That'll be the next thing uh, I want to look into is the Burbank Trail from there. I imagine it has to be an easy. We're we're talking mountain miles too, though, and we're we're cutting across traffic. It's like there's nothing. It still has to be an easy twenty to thirty, correct? Like right in your mind. Well, depending on the elevation, because if I I'm going off the top of my head, I believe Potato Mountain's elevation is three thousand four hundred and eighty-two feet. The 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 height. That's and not bad. as you and we did that, that was a. We did what two miles, two miles of a straight uh, incline the whole way, uh, starting starting the uh, the trail run today, and it was pretty good. I wouldn't say it was a kick ass trail, like as far as like it'll beat your ass, like it, it wasn't diehard, but it was. It was pretty. It, it was nice. It's not grueling, but it's a good trail to train on for sure. I, was I just don't see how the I don't see how those trails would connect because, you know, even like. I know the whole Glendora Mountain Ridge from Azusa that disconnects and you can't keep going. So then you oh, have right. to, you have to take some sort of alternative one. Uh, the closest thing that I could think of is when they, I think it's called the AC 100. That's a hundred mile race. Uh, uh, one of my, my, one of my friends did it and you start in the back of the mountain, like towards the 15 and you run, it's a hundred miles and you finish in Altadena. It's the AC 100. It's a, it's a top 100 ultra. It, it's, it's up there. Is that the one that goes through Mount Wilson at one point or no? I think so. Yeah. 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 That's a really, yeah, that's that's a strong one. Yeah, it is. So uh, everyone else, uh, we're also going to be testing some beer and I'm I'm eager. I'm ready to crack one open already because I I haven't, I've never tried this one. So (laughs) let's try them together. uh, Today, uh, anyone that's been on on the podcast before, we have, both beers, we're doing two beers today, and we both have them, which is might be the first time we both have the same beers. Uh, possibly. Wrong, yeah. possibly. Well, I think right? I, I think we have had the same beers, but we also like throwing some bonus beers, which is yes. understandable. Because we're fucking drunks. <laughs> <laughs> and we like to run. So, yeah. so this one is what Carl... Is, oh, actually, I think it's by the same one that makes the boats. I just they're noticed. Both, it, they're both Carl Straws. I did a little research on Carl Straws today. Um, as I have, I've been, always been kind of, uh, I've always been, a, a, I always admired their, their 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 beers. They've had pretty good beers. So they've been around, like, as far as for a craft brewery, they're from San Diego, California. And they've been around for 32 years. That would sur- that would I'm not sure if that surpasses Stone or the other one that we were talking about Stone and um, what was the other one that we were talking about uh, from California definitely uh, definitely Hangar Twenty Four but I think they're even like ten years they have ten years on Stone Brewery 
Wow. So they are they are for sure the San Diego's first craft beer uh, brewery, and they. Oh, uh, uh, Ballast Point is in San Diego, so they got more Ballast history Point's than Ballast a big Point. One. That's a huge one. I'm pretty sure Carl Strauss has been before that. It's kind of overlooked. How's that? Uh, a nice mug, by the way. Yeah, so yeah. Is uh, that one pint? Is that the boat juice? No, it's probably no. This oh, is the uh, Ori Hoppy Alice. Yes, and I've never had it, so that's why I'm starting off with this one. Oh, good. I'll, I'll join you. Give me a second. Yeah. So uh, this one right here, uh, uh, as I mentioned, I've never tried before, and it's Aurora Hopialis IPA. Uh, as mentioned, it is from San Diego, California. It is a handcrafted beer, and this one, oh, it's a 7.0 alcohol percentage, which is quite surprising. I actually did not think it'd be that strong. Uh, also, while he's grabbing his, and before I taste mine, let, let me show you the other beer we're going to be uh, drinking, trying out, giving the opinion. This is also by Carl Strauss, and this one's the Boat Shoes Hazy IPA. I think they've recently made some changes to their their can. I believe it was like beige or brown before, um, and this one is a hazy. It, well, it says hazy, juicy, tropical, also handcrafted, uh, San Diego, and this one is a seven point two percent. Um, so this one I have had before and I enjoyed it. So that's why I grabbed this one. And also, uh, if this is your first time listening in, thank you for joining. This is Drunk's episode with me, Coach Ray Z, and uh, my co-host Ty. And uh, Ty's probably run like, I don't know, maybe between five to 10 marathons. And uh, I've done 55 and we're just big runners, love to work out and you know, if all you do is drink beer, you're going to get fat. I mean, it's pretty, pretty obvious, empty calories. Um, and so we believe there's nothing wrong with living a balanced life. You know, people have kids. Not everybody wants to be a professional fighter or boxer or football player. They work hard and they feel they deserve a beer, and as you should. But you should earn it. That way uh, you don't have, you know, health issues and it's a good balance because especially right now with uh, the whole pandemic, you know, alcohol sales have gone up and also uh, the average person gained 29 pounds. Um, so by earning your beer is a great way to maintain your weight, you know, if if, if you're not going to lose any. So cheers. cheers. Uh, did you take did you take a sip already? Well, I have and I've tried this in the past. Um, is this so, a good beer? Yeah. Let everybody know what you think of this beer since you've had it already. Um, it, it's. It's definitely well named. It's called Aurora Hopialis. You know, obviously everyone knows it's because of Aurora Borealis, clever little name for that for the Northern Lights. Um, and if you don't know, look it up. Uh, anyways, it's a cool beer because it is hoppy. You definitely taste the hops, but it's not overbearing, and it's still highly drinkable. I really re appreciate this beer. When I go to Disneyland, they have it at a few places that I can go to. And it's like, okay, cool. You have a good IPA. I hate when they have like whack IPAs where you're like, damn, I can't even enjoy a beer. I might as well not even drink. So this is one of the beers that you get. It's very drinkable. It's tasty. But yet you, you feel that volume. You feel the volume in it. Do you, do, you, do you taste the hops and do you think it's overbearing? Because I like it. Right. I, I, my first time trying it. Uh... At first tasting it, it's not overbearing. 
I don't really taste like so hoppy as like other beers. So it's not like overwhelming on the hops, even though by the name, I would definitely think it'd be like way more hoppy. But it's, it's actually, hoppier than like a, a like a Space Dust or a, you know a Claremont L. It is, but it it doesn't take away from it. It actually right hoppiness to it is it's it's inviting and really pleasant, refreshing. In my because I've I've had too much hop where it tastes kind of bitter to a point. Mm -hmm. So yeah, th this one's a, a nice balance actually. Yeah, yeah. you like it? I thought you would. No, I like it, and surprisingly, you know, like I said, for for it being a seven point zero, I'm I'm really surprised at the taste. It's it's quite refreshing, actually. It is. So it's a good beer. Crossroads and, makes a great product. Yeah. Yeah, and getting to know that they're from Cali makes it even better. I I didn't know they were in San Diego, and I, I've oh, had yeah. the other beers yeah, yeah. before. Yeah, Crossroads. They make a couple. They make a couple of uh, red trolley ale. I believe is their beer that they make um, that that caters to a lot of people that, that don't, can't have in the uh, glucose. I think it's their glucose beer where there's, there's no um, glutamines in it at all. So like if you have like some kind of fiber like problem like that, you can drink that. Mm. They have a couple. They have a lot of beers like like geared towards specific drinkers that that able them to still still drink <laughs> like. The Red Charlie Ale. There's a Roy Hapialis, which is IPA. There's one actually called, if you go on the website, it's called, I just saw it today, and I, I'm going to find it now. It's called the Mosaic Double IPA. Wait, Mosaic so, so is Red Charlie's by them too? Hops. What's that? The Red Charlie's by them too? The Red Charlie's by them. Oh, okay. Yeah. They make some really good beers, and, and they're very consistent. And uh, going through the website, just kind of like, like learning about them a little bit more they like all the brewers or like all the people involved are this they have a passion for beer that's their thing that's why they're there and it's good when you have people that are passionate about what they do this is what you get a really good product i think carl straws is is a, is a brand that doesn't get recognized enough for having really good quality great tasting beer yeah their, their beer in my opinion is really good tasting and um I could see, you know, kind of with a San Diego crowd, how it is, uh, where they would have a variety of, of, you know, different types of beer to cater different types from like vegans to, you know, what you mentioned, fiber. I, I, I could see that, you know, um, in some ways, like living in bigger cities, you're blessed by getting more options as far as that, because you'll have more of a diversity than probably living in a small town. Right. Yeah, San Diego's it's it's like a little gem of a city. You know, if, if people don't know that like from other states, but or or they do, I don't know. Like San Diego's that place, like we're you know, we're from LA County. We're from this our I love I love where we're from. But when you go to San Diego, it's almost like you're going to another state or another world because it's a little bit different. It's same it's a different vibe. Yeah. It's a definitely yeah. different vibe. Like the restaurants are are a little better. You can tell that they take, there's a lot, there's a, um, how, how do I verbalize this? There's a, there's a, um, pri there's pride in the community big time in San Diego. They have there's so much pride in that where it comes to the restaurants, to where even like a, just a regular diner for breakfast is like different in San Diego. It's bomb. It's just like top notch, next level. And uh, you pay right. for it. San Diego is expensive. You pay for was, everything there. <laughs> I was about to say that. I'm like, Very let's get the balance on San Diego. Very expensive. Uh, there's no longer free parking anywhere. 
even sometimes if you rent a hotel motel they will still try and charge you additional for parking it is kind of becoming like like san francisco i used to go there every year to run the san diego marathon and uh you know i'd hang out there for the weekend just you know to go to san diego it's nice and it's always in the summertime but it's it's pretty steep now it's pretty steep now and i'm sure it's even more now with the you know the whole covid and yeah, the parking is, restriction every, is everything is more now. Everything McDonald's, like McDonald's for four, used to cost me like I don't know thirty, twenty five bucks. Even like everything's expensive now. It costs me like thirty five bucks, whatever. Um, you know, little stuff like McDonald's, like if, as a small example, like uh, uh, everything's expensive. Like cr- the cost of crab, the cost of steak, the cost of hamburger meat. Everything's everything's more now, but. <sighs> Beer actually hasn't climbed that much. You know, you're still getting a pretty good deal. Um, surprisingly. And, and surprisingly, on you, like, you know, you're used to. Imagine, like, if during COVID, like, how they had that whole uh, toilet paper, like, shortage. Yeah. Imagine that would have happened with alcohol, how, how crazy people would have been. That would have been not good, in my opinion. That, that's funny. Uh, that was weird, huh? There was a whole, I remember during that whole time period, me and my wife, we would go to like these little small places that were, that, that wouldn't normally like, you know, sell to the public. We're like, here, we have this, we have that. We have toilet paper. We have this, and that. We did it. Like I, I, we bought a big, like fucking can of green beans from a company just because we might not have green beans later. We don't even eat green beans and we still have the can. It was it was a lot of dramatics, a lot, you know, and and only because we we didn't know. It wasn't like we were naive. We just it was just something very new and and kind of scary at the time. So like well, running out of toilet paper, I get mad when I run out of paper towels. Toilet paper is is a bigger issue, but even paper towels, something is something like that where I can't even get grab a paper towel. I'm like, oh shit! Like, what do I do? Like, I'm I'm a spoiled Californian, not even spoiled American. I'm a spoiled Californian. So that stuff like that is like paper towels. You gotta, you know, I need it every time. I abuse paper I, towels, but I want to have. Yeah, them. yeah. You know, I'm a a researcher. I find something interesting, and I have to look into it. So when that whole thing went down, I looked into toilet paper, and America is one of the few countries that actually is willing to spend their hard earned money on something to wipe their ass. Most For countries sure. don't don't feel it's worth it. To like, they'd rather buy food. There's more important things, you know. And there, other countries clean themselves in different ways. And I also saw this product. They they are not sponsoring anything, but at first I thought it was a joke. That's why I shared it. It's called Kulo Clean. And then I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's real. They did a fundraiser. Yeah, and it's it's almost like a fancy, just a squirt bottle, but they made it so that it almost kind of turns like into a boudet. Is that what it's uh-huh. called in, in France? So yeah, yeah. You, yeah. you can put it to any water bottle and you just oh, okay. fucking... It's so like you, you can go hiking, day. you can use it at your house, you can... Oh, no yeah. way. And they, they so spend money just... on the technology. I don't know how much it is, but when I realize how spoiled we are and how we're like one of the few countries to spoil and how many trees we kill, I was like, man, I want to find an alternative, you know, because... I don't know. At some point, uh, I realized, like, I don't want to be uh, the human that just consume, consume, consume. 
you know, and just took took from the planet. Like, what did I give back to the planet? Like, I got you. Yeah, so it's not easy. I still haven't transitioned from it, but if that ever goes down, and then living in California, yeah, there there was like a, a shortage on kind of food. I'm, I'm sure across the nation, but people panicked, and I I got a bunch of canned food. I years ago I, I'm like I I won't eat processed food, so I I didn't even buy canned food. So when that went down, I was like, damn, I need canned food. And then canned food became like a a prized possession, and I was like, damn, so yeah, a survival. And then some people are like, we don't even eat it. What are we gonna do with it? But I say. You hold on to it because they're usually good for two to three years, especially if you live in L.A. We don't know when the earthquake could happen as well. Obviously, they're not going to get to all of us right away. You know, we've seen it in uh, different states like New Orleans, you know, just depending on how much they value that life. They may not ha- they might not send rescue people right away. So you got to be able to survive for a couple weeks to maybe even a month on your own. And then when the cans turn one year old, or one year to expire, then that's when I'll take them to like a, a, a food donation place okay. you know, and then get more cans, even though I don't like canned food, but it's really more like, we don't know what's going to happen with the economy. Everyone's getting crazy. And we live in earthquake country where, where we're overdue. We're overdue, but again, we're spoiled in California to the point where I, I, I don't really look at earthquakes as something that, we need to worry about that. We need to worry about like, I don't know, this COVID thing and how far they're going to take it next level with these cases right now, something like that, where it's like, okay, how is it going to, am I going to be able to work or are my kids going back on zoom? You know, you know what I mean? Like earthquakes, like we live in a cool ass state, cool ass area where earthquakes do not really mean anything to us. We're, we're lucky. We're spoiled. We are. Earthquakes. That's all I, we have. I'm a, I, I agree with you, and then I don't. So I'm like to the point where like, I'll, I'll sleep through an earthquake. I'll sleep through it, but other people yeah, won't. I, I slept through many. Other people and will I, not. I've been awake. Do uh, you remember that one? I think I was in fifth grade a year before I went to the school where I met you. And there was that big one. I think it was a Whittier earthquake. Uh, probably North, it was like 7 North Northridge, the Northridge, the Northridge, yeah. the Northridge one. It was like seven a.m. or something like that. I remember right, right before school, my mom was already in downtown LA at work or going there, and uh, by myself, and I just remember just rolling, rolling. It was a, ro- a roller, just rolling like a, like a surf surfing, like oh, this is I was by myself, by myself. But like it stopped, everything was cool. And that's the worst I've gotten. And, you know, uh, it's never been worse than that. So it could get that worse? or you know, I don't know. Because our infrastructure well, is pretty well built. We have good architecture. You know, we're, we're very, very spoiled. Like, I don't have to worry about that. Our, our, our buildings are, I don't believe, uh, the, the rolling buildings. I don't, I don't think they are. I could be wrong. But a lot of our but infrastructure our is old. Yeah, oh, no, a no, lot no. of us. They're definitely, it's they're old. definitely rolling. No, they're, they're definitely they're the reason why. Yeah, our skyscrapers are definitely were built to roll. I don't know. They're they're pretty old. Most of no, our no. buildings no, they are, are old. No, they're. I, I and, know that. And the last time the San Andreas went off was it's been over a hundred years, and it goes off typically over every hundred years, and it's been. It's a big one. Yes. Yeah. So we're like a hundred and twenty years over. 
overdue. Yeah, roughly. we're like so, twenty years. We're twenty years overdue, right? And the, but and yeah, that that one like to some people like you know we're like oh it's we're in California we're used to it. but to some people even here they're they're still tripping about it. But to me, the other one that we're overdue and I'm more concerned about it's either uh it, it's in one of the uh national parks it's either yellowstone or yosemite and they have like a a, a volcano i think mm, uh, and it's it's overdue to erupt and when it does it's gonna supposedly just oh it's, it's yellowstone like, it's yellowstone yeah it's it's gonna like leave particles in the air you know like fires you know how you know we're in california yeah. so there's well, fires have, every yeah. year so the air the air quality is going to be bad where it could like supposedly wipe out a few states and it could be like that for years yeah the eruption those geysers have been active like crazy like the yellowstone geysers are just like this you know people look at it like it's it's like a, a like a cute little beauty but this is the earth's core you know heating up bubbling like a fucking jacuzzi excuse my french but you know what i mean like yeah the, the whole the whole point the whole fact that like we, we are living on this rock <laughs> this, this this rock that's moving constantly and can ultimately do anything it needs to it can implode it can do anything like, we have no control over it so yeah yeah we're we're, we're such it's control freaks as as human beings you know actually i uh i wanted to touch on this earlier but i i I was kind of excited to try this beer, but uh, I, I kind of wanted to touch on, uh, I wouldn't say, well, uh, I wanted to touch on uh, the passing of a, a, a fire cider, in, uh, uh, which is Bob Saget. He joined the community and, and I got to go in and Fireside is a really cool community for those of you listening in. If you could click on the link and, and, you know, submit to come in and I got to go to a couple rooms. So you actually get to like, you know, be conversations and then growing up watching the show. Uh, and then after I saw him on a, you know, what was it? Is it half baked? Uh, uh, I, I seen him a little bit in there and then I got to actually see his comedy. I'm like, Oh man, this guy, this guy's funny. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, yeah. so he just passed away and I just wanted to say RIP. Uh, his wife also has a show on here too. And oh, I got really? in there. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, rest, in, rest in peace, Bob Saget. Like, um, same. I mean, before I knew how dope and edgy he was, when he was just Dan Tanner on Full House. I mean, come on, we all watch that. Like, we're we're from that generation. Like when TJF, thank God it's Friday. The TV. Oh my God, we had. That's <laughs> I all forgot we about had, that. Right. Like you had to watch it. You watch him. You watch. Uh, uh, Wait, Uncle. unless you're balding and had cable. Maybe, but what were they watching? I didn't have cable back then. I didn't have cable back then. I no, got but cable even, late even in the game. With cable, they weren't watching TV shows like that. everyone was watching. Thank God, that's Friday. true. Everybody, there was no. Yeah, like, that's true. There was no, there was no better. Thank God, it's Friday. So you're you're watching Family Matters. You're watching uh, what was the Urkel show called? Oh, Family Matters, wow. right? Full House, Family Matters. Um, yeah, was, that's like, right. Other shows like that. Yeah, and you just that's what you watched. Everybody watched that. Very similar to music videos. Like when you're our age, when you're on MTV, the reason why we're exposed to so much music is because we had it all. Like MTV had one station. So you're listening to like Billy Idol, Run DMC, Beastie Boys, uh, uh, Nirvana coming out. 
you know, like we were exposed to all that because there was one station that kind of brought it all together. Uh, and that's kind of missing. But yeah, Full, Full House, that was a huge show. Everybody knows the Olsen twins. They they were they were cutest buttons like the whole thing like him like Bob Saget like just being who he was. I yeah, was, I actually I have some more. I just more insight to Bob Saget that you might find that interesting. You might find interesting. It's interesting to me, so it has to be interesting to everybody else. So <laughs> I'm, I'm, if anyone knows, if anyone doesn't know, I'm a big hip hopper. I'm I'm big into hip hop. So uh, a guy named Vinny Paz from Jedi Mind Tricks. Have you heard of him? You know Jedi Mind Tricks by name at least? I've heard that name, yeah. I mean, there's so many, but yeah. I think I've heard that name, yeah. Okay, so Jedi Mind Tricks. So he posted that I saw Bob Saget like in 05 at my show. And I was like, what are you doing here? It was was with Jedi Jedi Mind Tricks and Dal the Funky Homo Sapien. Remember Dal, I see his cousin? Mr. Dabalina, Mr. Bob Dabalina. Yeah, yeah. Turns out Bob Saget was a huge hip hop head. And they were saying that, like, I just like, he's one of the reasons why we never judge a book by its cover because this guy, Dan Tanner, came to check for us. Like, he actually came to the show to check for these hip hop artists. He was that dope, bro. I, I can imagine him coming with a blunt, you know what I mean? Or just doing his thing, <laughs> a couple beers or whatever. And just vibing to hip hop, like he was really a hip hop lover. Like th- that's what they're saying. I was like, I was blown away when I heard that today. It kind of, it made it made me smile. I was like, damn, that dude was cool. The, uh, my real impression that I got from him was from the Joe Rogan show. I believe he did it like maybe maybe two years ago. He did it, he did a full three hours. Joe Rogan was like, dude, I never met you. I never met you either. Just mutual respect as always. And then they were just talking. And I was like, dude, this dude is so awesome. And um, he didn't like, he didn't scrutinize his role or his act that he had to be like the family dad, but he's like, but you can see who he was. And, you know, and they, I, I'm, a, I'm a family dad, you know what I mean? But, but, but not at only, the same time, I'm a drunk right? podcaster, as in I run, I drink, I do all that. But the, the balance of Bob Saget was pretty dope and amazing, especially that because also America's Funniest Home Videos. That straight, that oh, was that's like huge, exactly like that's a huge. straight, straight and arrow. You know, like where you you can't like really you can't cuss at all. You know, and if you got to hear any of his comedy, uh, it, 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 I mean, he cussed. It, it, it was funny. I I was a fan of his comedy once I actually learned he was like a comic. You know. And yeah, yeah that, that show was iconic. Uh, when I went to San Francisco, and I've only been there once uh, to run the San Francisco Marathon, I, I made it a point to go out of my way to go through and see the full house, you know, because that's where it's at. So I went by and I remember know, the pictures. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, uh, you know, uh, so RIP. Uh, uh, recently, they always say they go in threes, but uh, yeah, they did. Yeah, so uh, you know they already did, right? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. It's recently a, a few iconic people have passed, so I'm like, wow. Three iconic people: Betty White, Sidney Poitier, and Bob yep. Saget. Yep, that's crazy. It's it, yeah. 
they do say threes. It's weird how the, the numerology plays a toll in this in our lifetime. It really does. There's a, there's a system to it, right? We'll get into that later. Maybe in the green room. There's a yeah, system. possibly. It's yeah, a mathematical system. It, it, it is always in threes, and and it shows three very different people, but they're very iconic in the same way. As everyone knows who Bob Saget is, everyone knows who Betty White is, and everyone knows who Sidney Poitier is. As in, you at least heard his name. You know, you I, I know who he is. It's so old school, but it's just like it's synony- synonymous with opening doors. He opened the doors to all of us. To kind of have like, I'm blessed to have kind of like a good like gap of like uh, different types of friends and nephews and 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 where the age range is like from you're young, like, oh, okay, you're this generation to older. So I asked like my youngest nephews, do you know who who Bob Saget is? They knew. Mm-hmm. Do you know who uh, uh, who Betty uh, Damn, I forgot her name. Yeah, Betty White is, and they knew. And I'm like, mm-hmm. like, like, from the Snickers like, commercials, from Snick, yeah, from whatever. I'm like, they For know, them. and so it, it's amazing. Certain only certain people can can transcend through generations. You For know? sure, it takes a, a a special person, and all three of them were special. And you're right. And uh, Bob Saget with the with the with the world's funniest videos, like that's that transcends, and that's going to be per- that was like that's before ridiculousness and um, uh, ridiculous. Is let's be honest, I I love uh, Rob. Is that his? no? That's Rob. That was Robin Big. No, it is what? Rob. It is, it is Rob. Rob. Yeah, but that's Rob a straight Riddick. bite. That's a straight. It is a bite. American, it's I mean, bite. like one thousand percent bite. bite. You know? But yeah. it's okay. It was a, his own. He's not a biter. His own flavor. Yeah. His own flavor. He made it. He made it fun. He did his own thing. But the the original is America's funniest videos. And, yep. and you can't. Yeah. And he knows that. It's not even a diss. Like no. Rob Durdick does, does his thing. All good. Betty White. Uh, she was on that one show, uh, the Philadelphia show, the. Or Cleveland or whatever. Oh, you already. I never seen that. Uh, Yeah, I'm already on the next one. So I'll be trialing, uh, trying the Carl Straws boats shoes. Hazy IPA. I don't know why they call it shoes because I don't see shoes at all. You know. Uh, hold on. Let me give you. I think boat shoes is. uh, uh, Hold on. Oh, maybe that's a. I tell you guys that I was. uh, This is my new pint glass that I'm testing out. My wife just bought it to me. bought it for me today i got delivered this is unbreakable glass this is not even glass it's nice right uh, okay wait is that a 22 pint 22 yeah because i filled two up so you're telling me that you could throw that on the ground and it won't break yes like you can go like boom yes yeah i could do it right i've now. never i've never heard of unbreakable glass no don't do that you'll spill the beer but i've never heard of that are you sure? Watch. Well, no, I, bo- I believe, I mean, there's bulletproof. I wouldn't do it. Well, wait, wait. If you are going to do it, we, we want to see the whole actual smash on the floor. You can't get it smashed. It's unbreakable. It's not gonna That's smash. what I know. I want to see. What, what does it do? Bounce? Watch. <laughs> <laughs> 
That is crazy. I, I, I don't think we can do it live. Let me see if we can. That is that is that you is see, worth you a YouTube video. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, that that actually does not sound like glass though. It's not glass. It's un, it's unbreakable glass, but it actually holds a good beer. Interesting. Watch. Ready? Yeah. Hmm. Does it does it actually feel like glass? It does feel like glass, and it it tastes like when it, when it's cold. When I filled it up, uh -huh. it tastes like a yeah. I'm very impressed uh, with it. I am too. I am too. That is that is interesting. There you go, unbreakable glass. You got a free a free plug on the hottest beer review show podcast. Drunks, drunks, and I'm about to get the boat shoes. As far as I know, I think it's uh, the only beer review show on Fireside. So, you know, just uh, breaking records, uh, setting a, setting a beer review records trends. Yeah. Um, wow. So, uh, you know, I clocked in on my app that I did 3.7 miles and I, I know you got further. So that that's interesting. Uh, that's something that I. I, I guess I need to look into is the accuracy of uh, different apps uh, because maybe you used a different app than I did. I used Map My Run. Uh, Strava is really popular. I use Strava. You, know, you use Strava, yeah. See, Strava is really popular amongst. Strava is really popular amongst uh, like running communities or groups or challenges because you can really comment and see. Although you can do that in other other ones, uh, like Map My Map My Fitness is since it got bought by Under Armour has really come up a lot. They spend a lot of money into the app for for the features if you want to pay for it. But even the free features are are really good. So I, I'm going to do a review because as uh, we keep going, you know, more wearable technology is getting more popular. And th things of that nature, like th those suits that you could wear and not get cold or not get hot. Have you seen those? Yeah, that's weird. There's like a bunch of shit in my, um, in this pour of this boat shoes. Is that the same mug? No, I switched it up. This is brand new. This is my goblet. There's all kinds of wood in there? I don't know. You don't, it looks like a bunch of like debris. Well, that that must have been the mug before because mine, I don't see any debris. Okay. I'll try it out. It's okay. Oh, yeah. So, so this, I was gonna ask you, before I drink this, what were you saying? Um, hold on. Let me drink this first so I'll remember. So this one's a 7.2. Uh, and it is. This is a little confusing because I typically don't see all three names at the same time. This is, says hazy, juicy, tropical. So I've seen juicy IPAs, I've seen hazy, and I've seen tropical, but this one has it all at the same time. Yeah, it's pretty damn good. I, I didn't notice that before, too. Hazy, juicy, tropical. And I believe they updated the can because it, it was tan, or maybe it's on the state. You know, it, it varies. Because you, you can literally buy Budweiser in different states and it'll be different alcohol percentages. Correct. Yeah. Oh, is that right? Yep. 
it's different per state yeah and like i I believe in in alaska there's in certain parts there's not even alcohol allowed like it's like a felon like um utah on sundays you just can't can't i don't know if it's a felony in in utah but you can't buy it yeah yeah but But i have gone I've gone to Zion Brewery in Utah. It was it was good. Is that fun? It, it, Utah sounds like it'd be a drag to drink in, like go to a bar. It'd be like a drag. Like it'd well, be like I could be wrong. They could be really hip and cool, and it could be the best time of my life. But I would think it'd be kind of like drab and I don't know, like boring. I, I went with wrong, a bunch of people I, I knew. That's why you know it was like a runners from that ran the the Zion half marathon. So okay. it was a running group. Yeah. That'd but be cool. Yeah. I mean, it was, it, it's definitely different there. I, I think I was the only Mexican when I went into town. I, I, I don't recall seeing any other Mexicans, but the whole I time? can't say, well, I, I spent most of my time in the trails in Zion yeah, national yeah, park yeah. and running. So I, I'm not going to say no, nobody was mean to me. No one was racist. Um, yeah. but like, uh, I don't think I saw one taco place there. Like I literally thought, dude, if I go Crazy. open up a taco place, I'll, I'll blow up going so into what? Zion on the left and right. There's restaurants, Starbucks, McDonald's. There's a Thai place I went to. There was not one Mexican restaurant, nothing that I saw at the time. And that was like maybe four years ago. Wow. So you're saying that we need to invest, put some money in on the restaurant in Utah, a Mexican restaurant. You know, we both can um, get enough bomb ass Mexican cooks to handle it. We just take our family members. Yeah, I, 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 you know, basically Mexicans are everywhere. So I wonder why they haven't gone to that is weird that seriously weird because i yeah i know mexicans are like yeah in like in florida where i thought it'd be more like cubano or like puerto rican or whatever and it's like no you gotta have your mexican spots like this especially when some people feel that salt lake city is like the lost city of aslan like the main like heard that before yeah Why, why do they think that because, well, because uh, Utah, New Mexico, Texas, California w- was all part of Mexico. And there's this, I mean, Calif- based on six, California already, right? Yeah. Yeah, California. Too. That's why everything in California is like, has that Los Angeles. And what about Monte, San Diego? San Diego's San way more. Diego. Every, every area street uh, area is, is a Spanish influence. San Diego and L.A. Diego. because of the missionaries. Yes. The, all, yes. all the missionaries Huge. that came over here. Yeah. San Bernardino. Yep. You know. And um, San, San Fernando. San, San Fernando, Fernando Valley. Yeah, San Diego. This is, and it, it, it is all Mexico. I'm, uh, it, it's, it's, it's interesting because, like, you know, I looked into it a lot. So there's a Pico Pica. Pico Pica, who's like a big. Mm-hmm. And I haven't. Research this in years. Pico Pico no, was so, the green sauce, no? From the IQ no. man. <laughs> so he he if I'm wrong, I could be wrong. So remember we're drinking and I'm not a historian. You're but, drinking. 
<laughs> so Pico Pica, I believe, was one of the first governors. When somehow this was Spain before Mexico, and then, sure. and then somehow I think he was like the guy who was like the governor of Spain when it turned to Mexico, and okay. then I could be completely wrong about that, but for sure Pico Rivera is named after him. Okay, Pico Pico, Bo- Pico Boulevard in yeah. downtown LA is named after yeah. him. Okay. Uh interesting. He owned well, he owned Pico, like Pico Hotel. Him. Pico Rivera yeah. is named after him. It, it has to be. It has to be. So he, he he was like the first and I think he was like half black, half Latino. Like what? He was like the yeah, he's got an interesting history. You can look into Are you it. Serious? I, I'm like, yeah, Pico Pico, that's his name. You guys the other uh, guy gonna, Okay, okay. Yeah, I gotta look him look up. Into him. So he owned a lot of LA and then the other guy was uh the guy that owned the Arbore Arboretum. 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 Which one? In, Ar- in, in uh, Arcadia. In Arcadia, okay. And right, that right was uh, the racetrack that the was, mall. Yeah, his last name is uh Baldwin. So he owned basically everything yeah. from Arcadia. Baldwin Boulevard. To Baldwin Park Boulevard. Baldwin Boulevard. So he, pre- no, yep, no, he owned almost everything. They have a Baldwin in Arcadia. Not Baldwin Park, but Baldwin. No, all the way to Baldwin Park where you see that water tower. He owned mm-hmm. all that land. That, that was all his. So the whole Baldwin it, it was off this dude? The whole Baldwin influence is off this dude? Yep. Wow. That's why that, that bar across the San Anita racetrack is called Lucky Baldwin's. It's named mm-hmm. after him as well. I think he owned it at one point Lucky as well. Lucky Baldwin's is the Irish pub, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. So him and then uh, there's a no. – let's see here. Uh, that's, that's knowledge, bro. Hey, Baldwin Avenue is like like prominent right there in Arcadia. And it goes all the way to Baldwin Park, which he owned all that land. What? So the first in and out. On his property, he he was baller, like he was baller. Yeah, he, he was baller. The first style. in and out. If, if if anyone that's watching this podcast from another state, in and out is the best hamburger you can buy. Value, quality, taste, and it started in Baldwin Park. It started in Baldwin Park, right? And that's crazy. His name was William Baldwin. You said. Uh, I don't remember his first name. His last name's Baldwin. But in that Arboretum, they filmed like Fantasy Island and other TV shows as well. And then uh, I watched Hill Hauser, who was like this guy on PBS who would do like California history. He talked about how I I think San Fernando Valley was called Sancho Margarita before. And Pico Pica sold that like farm and help certain people get established in San Fernando, help people get established in LA. And then his German friends, he helped establish them in the OC, which is Anaheim, which is Anaheim, which is German. So that's a German origin started Anaheim. That's why it's called Anaheim. Yeah, Anaheim. It's a, it, it makes sense because if you go on Catella, You'll see like a German like restaurant, like it's weird that it's there, but it, it's always been there when you go to Disneyland, right? Right before you, when you get off Alcantara from the um, was it the five? There's this German restaurant, and it's like Anaheim is German. It makes sense that you say that. 
Yeah, it's, it's like a straight German brewery. They probably have all the fucking like sauerkraut and all the shit that we don't like. And I could be wrong, but I'm just assuming that they came over during the war or they came over from Mexico because so many of them came over to Mexico to show them how to brew beer. Both. And then mm-hmm. both. And then you know, the German influence of you know, uh, Mako and everything. The whole German influence. Not just them, no, but, but a lot of I people. Already, oh, no. German influence every culture as far as beer making. Oh, no, as far as beer making, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, like, Mexico has a lot of influences because, like, if it wasn't for the The Spanish Spanish coming over, we wouldn't have carnitas. We wouldn't have pastor because there was was no pig prior to that, you know? Yeah, because it was brought over. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, I'm kind of, when I was in school, I hated history, but then I'm like, oh, this is, this is interesting. This is, and yeah. And now with the internet, it's like you could, I spend more time, I think, researching things and scrolling through social media. A lot of, and a lot of workout stuff. I, I consume hours of workout information. Well, yeah. You, you were telling me earlier, I don't, know, I don't know if you want to tell the crowd, but you're, um, you're, you're, uh, one of your, your 2022s is you're going back to jujitsu, you're going back to jujitsu strong? Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm. One of my goals is to uh, compete this year. It's been, I, I feel like four years since I competed. Okay. And uh, how do you feel? Uh, you told me I, that. Um, I'm just saying this just because we're gonna have real talks on our drunk podcast. So you were saying that, like, with this uh, knee over toes thing and this whole like new way of training, like, you can't be your best now. Yeah, I, I I don't feel like uh when when I go back I'm like missing out uh as much as if I just did regular workouts, um, but I've also been through this before when I had stitches in my eye when I got it during jujitsu and I had to miss uh, quite some time, mm. and my whole goal was like, oh I want to compete again I can't wait to get back and be able to you know do it the way I want to do it. And then when I finally did it, I lost. And that was, you know, that was okay. I was, I was just happy, like, after, like, a year and something to, like, get back on the mat and compete and, and right. do what I love. And then the, you know, the pandemic happened. And then it, it just changed my whole perspective. You know, it's like, it doesn't matter the belt or anything. Uh, I just enjoy doing it. I love doing it. And uh, it's more like, it's not really like a pressure. It's more like just to get back to my, some sort of normalcy for me. Normalcy? Or maybe like, like, like you, you were like running away from your, your best friend. And now you're like, Hey, hold up. I love jujitsu. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, why why did I run in the first place? Like, right. Like, I've always known you love. I, I've known you. For, I've known you for a long time, and you've always been into wrestling. So for you to take the the, the jujitsu path was pretty normal. I was like, oh, that makes sense for him. You've loved wrestling all your life. So what made? Why did you take so much time off? I mean, you explained it, but like mentally, like why? 
Uh, the time off is just basically because I wanted time to, you know, er everyone has their own personal reasons, medical, family, why they will get vaccinated or not get vaccinated. And I respect oh, wow. every everybody's. You're going down that rabbit hole, huh? No, everybody's decision. So for sure, when when that happened, jujitsu is such an intimate, close sport where very, and yeah. we all have family members. I'm like, well, yeah, I could do that, but then, what about them? You know, so there was a lot to contemplate. Um, and uh, geez, I think enough. It's been like a couple years now, so. It's time for me to go back, continue the journey. Year. Yeah. yeah, and uh, you know that that that's one thing I'm 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 I seen I think El Salvador and I think the federal government paid for a message on uh, getting in shape, and I would love to see really? our fed our federal government put out a message like that. That that doesn't mean you're not going to get sick, but it it's scientifically proven that it, it reduces the chance of you getting sick. It helps your immune system, you know. So why why aren't they talking any sort of prevention, you know? Uh, so I I want to see vitamin D, more vitamin of that. D, CNN, oregano oil, out. yeah. So so now finally, like big networks are coming out. CNN came out with an article saying that you know the a lot of people who are obese are the ones who. So you know I'm not fat shaming anybody, but Okay, are they we're still, going to. Are they still no, going no. that direction, though? No, I'm just saying we're going into our third year, okay? And then yeah. what about our fourth year? And what about our fifth year? No, I'm not Allie. saying. Are they no, still no, no. Hold, hold on. I'm just saying those people who are drinking, or I'm sorry, the, those people who keep complaining about you need to get vaxxed or not get vaxxed or just have their strong opinions, are these people like doing anything for themselves? Like at at some point you can't like you. what about in the fifth year you can't keep saying well you need to do this well in those five years that have passed have you mm -hmm. done anything for your health have you done anything for your fitness have you exactly. done anything are are you a long hauler and smoking are you a long hauler and drinking and then trying to tell other people how to how and what to do with their body but yet you won't take any sort of like control or or responsibility yeah. for you you just want to keep telling everybody how to live and do with their body but the medical facts are out that you know a lot of people who are obese and and look at the numbers yourself you know i'm not i'm not i'm not saying you shouldn't get vaccinated i'm not saying you should that's for you to decide everyone has their own personal decision i love america and i love freedom and that's why everyone you know, everyone has different situations, you know, so I'm not one to judge, you know, I'm just a human. And that's one thing that I don't believe that one, one man or woman has the right to tell any other man or woman. For sure. What it's, to do. It's, it's, IMO is one of the best, like, you know, little like acronyms that they came out with. In my opinion, IMO, in my opinion. So you're talking, that's in your opinion. If I talk... My opinion is, I don't give a shit about the rest of the world. And I'm sorry for being selfish with that. All I care about is my family is protected. And I will do everything to protect my family. And that can go like two 
tears down the family, like, like stretch even to you because you're family because you're my brother. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like as far as my kids, my wife, my household, protected. Okay, then I have to understand that um, uh, my wife's parents are older than my parents. So they have to be protected. So then we say, hey, what do you have to do to protect them? Forget fucking how cool you think you are because you don't take the vaccine or how cool you think you are because you had the vaccine. Protect your fucking family. And that's it. It really comes down to just like, if you can just protect what's yours, then later on, and, and that works, <laughs> and then we, we, we have the more like control uh, or more, yeah, we can do more for other people. But first, take care of home, right? Always take care of home. So for me, I wear the mask. I wear the mask proudly for 12 hours. I don't do it. I'm not gonna, I don't need a bumper sticker. I wear the mask just so my immediate family doesn't get sick. So my immediate family goes to my um, offset family, like father, mother, my mother, you know, on and on and on. Let's not get our family sick off this shit. I know people firsthand, bro, and I won't name that I've never had a conversation with. That, that I know that like I talking to like one, one of my brothers that I work with and he lost he lost a, a significant family member due to like lack of care it wasn't his fault but it was one of his family members fault and it's like I can't have that conversation with them because it's because people don't understand what that means you know what I mean like like what that means to be responsible that's it it doesn't matter like I don't give a shit. Anti-vaxxer, whatever, wear a mask if you have to wear a mask and that's it. Or, 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 or don't. But if you don't wear a mask, don't fucking show up in public with me. You know that, man, That that's a really tough one. Uh, it's scary. It's because well, it, it, I was going to say it creates it's enemies. hard to blame one person to give one person the fault because that, that one person did not create the virus true true so so for me, like hey i don't know so yes you can be careless you can be careless and and i agree with you you should protect your family and you should take all the precautions but it's really hard for me to blame one person within my family um you know they uh, without naming names but and and where they're at but they got together and one of the daughters got COVID and then her mom ended up passing away. Uh, now, keep in mind, the mom was a diabetic and a smoker. And at no point did she, she take and And she was like in her 70s or something like that. So, so she still could have lived not, for five years. It's, it's very possible. It's yeah. very possible. But Ten. when it's your when it's your time to go, it's your time to go. But if you're that worried about it, why wouldn't you stop smoking? Why wouldn't you maybe start thinking about, you know, I I have family members that have diabetes and have lost their legs because they just won't listen, you know, and, and clean up their diet. It's like, what is it going to take for some people? I, 
I don't know. And but I don't That's a very strong point. I don't blame my family, my family members for going over there. They they you know, they wanted to get together for Christmas and I I and I don't blame like I could imagine uh, how she feels like thinking that you know she killed her mom you know but at the same time like, the question. she didn't create the virus and and it's a tough situation and, and so many things can go into so many scenarios so i i, I just don't want to judge but yeah, yeah i mean when i speak no when i when i speak on it it's not like it, it hasn't personally affected me so i i'm trying to be very like a uh, caring and precautious of the words I say, because it's affected many different people that I personally yeah, know where they really have has. lost wives, yeah. sons, you know, daughters, fathers, you know? Yeah. It really has. Uh, give me a second. Go on, go on. I hear you. But, but at the same time, you know, like I mentioned, I'm not saying that it's going to prevent you from getting sick or anything, but working out definitely, will help you, can help you with your immune system, can help you with depression, which is something that has risen uh, dramatically since uh, the whole COVID. Uh, it can help you maintain your weight. Uh, you know, the more overweight you are, um, the less chance you have of like making it. And I could be wrong, but I'll double check. But uh, uh, my brother-in-law works in the hospital and so so does my cousin. She and um, um, you know, they, they have told me that the people that, you know, end up passing away are typically overweight, uh, or, or obese and, uh, their, their organs and everything is just not strong enough to make it through like a difficult procedure, unfortunately. Um, and, you know, some of it could be like drinking problems, like psoriasis and things like that. But that's why it's important to maintain, keep it well balanced, not just drink. And not just be all like, as much as I love Goggins, but you can't just be all hardcore all the time. At least not for the average American. Yeah. He's not. It's a, it's, it's a balance. I agree with you. It's a balance. Yeah. It's a balance. For the, it's a balance. For the average person. You know, he's not the average person. And no, he he's not. But, but we, I can take from him what I want to take from him, but understand yes. that I'm not, I can't do that because I don't have two hours to stretch or eight hours. He stretches like for like longer than I can work out. You know what I mean? He's not average because he makes his money off of just talking and working out. So the average person can't do that. Like, like we were talking today before the hike when it, we, again, coach Ray, you gave me some great stretch techniques and I have no pain, zero pain today, right now, zero pain. That's great. That, that decent workout. Good to hear. Zero pain. Zero. Zero pain. Like, I can do it again right now. Like I told you, like, I can do this all day. If I'm good. If my knees are good. If my joints are good. You know, it's all about stretching. So, like, people need to t listen to people. Like, there's no judge. No, you know, we were talking about something like as serious something as the, as the, the virus was going on. The, the pandemic. Like people need to hear conversations from other people. You and I are talking. We know each other. It's cool, but we're actually vibing off each other. We're bouncing ideas off each other. People need that. 
like, okay, yeah, I drink beer. Yeah, I eat steak. Yeah, I work out all the time. No, I haven't been sick. I don't remember the last time I was sick. And you were saying that you haven't been sick since what? 2020? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I've been I've been we, blessed not to be sick since twenty twenty. Is yeah. it blessed or, or 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 have we been doing our thing? Like, have we been it, doing our thing? It's a combination of both. I can't really say, oh, just because I work out so much, I have a kick ass immune system, or no, or anything. It it's, it has to be. It's no, no. It it's also like because I I know like. Uh, Diego, Diego, the Nightmare Sanchez, uh, UFC, former UFC fighter, one of the fucking, he was known as a cardio machine, just the beast. Okay. Co- COVID hit him hard, you know, and he, it, like, if he's a cardio machine and it could hit him, I know an ultra runner that it hit them hard too. So I'm like, it's not just about being in shape, it, it's also like random luck, like, you know, blessings, genetics. So, for sure. Yes. I'm not going to say that, yeah, it's definitely not contributing, but it's not the only factor. I, you know, it's just, and I've been taking the precautions, you know, like uh, wearing the mask as much as it's annoying to me, you know? So, yeah, uh, just doing what I have to do and and uh, trying to keep my family safe as well. So I actually really like the, the beers we selected today. I think it was Me a too. good choice. I'm yeah. very happy with both of them. I so, think uh, um, they're exceptional beers. Carl Straws is a very strong brewery, and they need more credit. All California. I love repping our California breweries, and um, yeah. I'm not sure which one's better, to be honest. You? Oh. I think they're both superior. Yeah, I still have another one of this, so I'm going to try it, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm – we we should reach out to them. We definitely got to reach out to them. So we should. They, uh, they do a great job. So let, let let me take a look at the calendar real quick here, so we can tell everybody the next show will be January twenty fourth. Okay, January twenty fourth. The twenty fourth, and uh, stay tuned to what beer we will be uh, reviewing. We are currently working on a lot of things, so be on the lookout yes, for we your website, Instagram, Facebook, where you can uh, actually check out the beers we're going to be reviewing. So if it's available in your state or what part of the world you're in, then you can uh, come up here, tell us about your workout and the beer you drank. And then uh, let's see here. Hopefully, I think we should be having also some other people joining us and drinking beers with us on the next episode. Yeah. Yeah, we should do that. At the same time, we're going to do Instagrams. We're going to give you that link on the bottom of our little spoiler alert when it comes to the show. And you click on the bottom, click to the link, and get there. If you're not signed up for Fireside, sign up. And uh, and uh, I think we should close out with a little bit of football. So it was an awesome weekend of NFL football. Uh, a lot of good games. Uh, Ty is a Raider fan, and I am Raiders. a Raiders. And uh, both our teams advanced at least for another yeah. week. Yes, and both so, our teams are, were in jeopardy of, of, of not advancing, and we did. We, both teams handled it. Actually, all my people's teams has handled it. Um, I've always been a, you know, being from California, 
we don't have like we're not like from like these like off like Oregon where it's just Oregon. You know, you have no team. So it's always been Niners, Raiders. For some reason, Rams, uh, Cowboys. You guys say in Rams. California. Rams, Rams yeah. have been prominent. Now they're even more. Now all of a sudden, all these Rams come out. The wood works, right? Uh, but it's, uh, back in my day, back in like nineties, like it was just Raiders and Niners. Because we came, we grew up in the great Niner, Joe Montana, Roger Craig, Joe Mon, uh, 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 Jerry Rice. You know what I mean? Like that 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 era where, where it was dope. It's, you know, Niners were dope at that time. And so I just like the Chicago Bulls was Jordan. Like you weren't you weren't you weren't even necessarily a Laker fan in LA because Jordan was so dominant. So yeah. I was right, right? It was weird like that. You were a Oakland A's fan, not a Dodger fan, because of Jose Canseco and Mark McGuire. You know, uh, uh, what's that dude? What's the brother's name? Uh, well, Mark McGuire was from San Dimas, and yeah, then he went to, he went to Damien. And then he went to he went to Damien, and then uh-huh. I think he went to US. He, he went to a local college out here. I, I don't think it's US. I, think, I don't think it was UCLA. I think I can't remember which one. Yeah. But the Niners are playing the Cowboys next week. That's going to be weird. A classic. That, that, that's a rival matchup. That's yep, a wild card? And I'm, I'm taking the Niners. And the Raiders wait, wait, are playing. That's, that's the wild card? Yeah. Everybody's a, everybody's a wild card next week. Jesus. Cowboys, they, they actually won the last like, six games. I didn't yeah, know they were a got, wild card. They, they got the, the third seed. And, and the Niners wow. are, the, are the best team in the second half of the year. They're eight and three. But uh, the Raiders are playing the Bengals, so, yeah. which are the, the number. It's winnable. Three team, I think, in the better. So who, who you got on that one? KC, huh? Who 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 do you got on that game? What game? Bengals Raiders. Yeah, you know who I got. I'm, Raiders, I'm just checking. Raiders. Okay, Raiders. is that is, is that it's is a that very your heart? Game because or, it could have oh, been it could have been Raiders had a choice. Raiders play KC or Raiders play the Bengals, and they okay, chose I, to to win the game. I just, I just gotta say the Bengals are being slept on right now, because they, no, they don't, no. get, they don't get Bengals national coverage. They're a real good team right now. Yeah, they're, they're dangerous. They're, they're dangerous. They're sleeping giants. Yeah, yeah they come now, back. But KC is a bigger, deep, uh, bigger beast. So I'd rather play the Bengals than KC. So I'm happy we're playing them. Yeah. What about the Niners? Do you think uh, it's an easy task or uh, what? You know, I've been, I've been, I've been, it's not easy. Uh, Dallas is a really good team. Uh, Dallas? Where, where Dallas they, has where been they, very good. Where they fail is in the stopping the run. Niners are good on the run. Um, I think there's only three teams that are in the top ten, both on offense and defense. It's uh, the Niners, Green Bay, and the Buffalo Bills. Oh really? Okay. Buffalo Bills are a good team. Yeah, who and the Niners. First? Who's the first? Who are they playing first? They're nasty. Uh, oh, uh, the Patriots. Oh shit, that's easy. They'll get past it. Who are the Bucks playing then? So actually, it's it's an interesting because this is the first year the NFL is doing Saturday, Sunday, and then Monday. Um, so 
Uh, might as well just recap everything. So on Saturday, it'll be the Raiders versus the Bengals, and mm-hmm. that is at one thirty p.m. Pacific time. Yeah, zone. yes, it is. Yeah. Then you got the Patriots versus the Bills. Oh, let me mention the Bengals are going to be at home. Uh, the Bills will be at home, and versus the Patriots, and that's on Saturday at five fifteen Pacific time zone. Then you got the uh, NFL wild card round, which will be the Eagles versus the Buccaneers, and that'll be at 10 a.m. Pacific time zone on Sunday. Fuck. Okay, what does that mean? If if the Bucks lose, they're done. Everybody, if they lose, they're done. That's funny. Wait, everybody. That's funny. That that's okay, how so that's the how Buc- the playoffs go. Then you got the no, Niners no, and the Cowboys at 1:30. Isn't that weird that that the Buccaneers have to play the Eagles? And if they lose, it's just over. They got a lot of hurt That'd players. That would be dope. That would be dope if that happens. Then you got like, the, fuck, the. I'm not. I'm not a Tom. I'm not a Tom Brady hater, but like, let's alleviate some competition. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, let's alleviate some competition. Like, I don't like, think the, the Eagles front. have it enough to beat them, but I, I don't think, know. Buccaneers so have a lot of players lost. Then you have Steelers versus Kansas City, and that's on Sunday. That's well, that's going to be that's, Stillers. Uh, I, I'm I'm glad they got one more chance to shine, but Big no Ben's Big Ben's right final hurrah, and then yeah. on on Monday the Cardinals hey, versus the Rams. Do you think Do you think Ben could potentially beat Mahomes? No, in a quarterback Be- matchup, only because he can't throw the deep ball anymore. He can't really throw it past like ten yards. You know. He does. He doesn't have that ability. This is the last year he said it. So, if he had that ability, there's no way Casey say, let that happen, right? I mean, any given I, Sunday. I, I I say that's more of a lock than some of the other games. I think the Niners have a chance. I think the Buccaneers are going to win. I think the I, I think the Niners have a chance. I think after, oh. after the way the Bills. Patriots play last game. They looked exposed. The Bills look strong on this one. And between the Raiders and the Bengals, it's like very 50-50. Even killed, the, right? The Bengals have been they're, slept they're, on. They're badass. Just, they're just badass. They're, they're the Bengals. They're uh, the Bengals. I've seen a few Raider games, so uh, it's, it's kind of tough. I don't know it's, on that one. It's, it's very even killed. It's 50-50. Um, it, it's if it goes to overtime, I like the Raiders because I think they're four oh, and yeah. in overtime. Yeah. And then Derek Monday Carver night, for some reasons, is overtime killer. Is uh, Cardinals and the Rams? What do you mean? That's Monday. That's the first Monday night wild card round ever. Wow! And I'll give it to the Rams. Actually, uh, the Rams are Rams fell apart, blew up. Well, they died yesterday. That's what I'm saying. They yeah. gave up a 17-point lead to a guy with yeah. a fucked up thumb yeah. in their home court. Yeah. And uh, that that's kind of tough. That's kind of tough. It is. I don't, it is. I don't know if they're going to recover from that. So I think they can because they are a strong team. I don't know if I believe in Matt Stafford. No? Um, He's not the guy to take you to the Super Bowl, in my opinion. Really? Actually, I think he is. I think he has enough confidence. That's fucking Kers- that, that's Kershaw's best friend. You know that, right? So, you know, some people like kind of blamed it on you him. You know that, but- right? 
he's Kershaw's best I, friend. I didn't know. I didn't know Texas. that, but some people blamed it on on him, and I, and I'm like, well, what about the defense giving up 17 points? Stafford's talented, bro. No, but he the defense too. When you have Von Miller, you have mm-hmm. fucking what's his name, Donald. You have mm-hmm. fucking that 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 uh guy who did that cool ass fucking tip play for the interception who they yeah, got from Jacksonville today. And yeah, I don't watch it. Yeah, so so I'm like, okay, you got all these top players that you basically fran like like sold all your future you, you franchised all your future picks to win now. So if you don't win now, you're fucked. Because you don't have any more number one picks. And you did so even if Matt Stafford messed up, where mm. was your kick ass defense? You you mm. you like gave up all your draft picks. So I think they have bigger issues than just Matt Stafford, you know. For sure. They do. Yeah. But so they're, they're Arizona it's been inconsistent too though. So I don't know. That's kind of a tough one. I hope they lose though. I hate the Rams. Even fuck though I'm from LA. Fuck everybody but the Raiders. <laughs> Whoa, 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 whoa. What? You heard, oh, the, you heard what I said, right? We're only going to meet in the Super Bowl, and you're not even going to make it there, so it's okay. Yeah, but let me ask you a question, though. Do you think we can get past the Bengals? <clears throat> They're not that great. We're not that great. So, Do you think auto- we can make it past the Bengals? Automatically, all home teams – typically are favored by Las Vegas by three points, typically. So let's see if I could look up really quick and then we'll close out the show. The odds. Are we still alive? The Ve- Yeah. Yeah. Let's see here. Vegas, Vegas odds, Vegas odds on NFL. Uh, but yeah, typically the home team is favored by three to win. Okay. And we're going to, we're going to Cincinnati, right? Yeah, so I think I think they gave the Niners and Cowboys a pick them, which basically means they don't know who's going to win. Niners Cowboys on Saturday. Hey, that's or, some good I, football. Oh yeah, there's going to be some good games. Let's see, NFL, uh, the Vegas Insider. So I'm going to NFLVegasInsider.com, and it has Cincinnati by six and a half. So they're almost favored by a touchdown. The Cowboys. On your Cincinnati. Game? No, Cincinnati. Oh, Cincinnati's favorite by touchdown? Huh. Almost. Six and a half. Six and, Six and, and a half. half. Mm-hmm. Buffalo's favored by four and a half. Uh, Tampa Bay's favored by eight and a half. Crazy. San, San Francisco. Yeah, that's a pick em. They're giving them a pick em. Kansas City's favored by 11 and a half. And the Rams are favored by five. Crazy. Hmm. That is interesting. God is interesting. Yeah. You know what? Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Thank you, everybody, for joining do we, another episode do we of Drunk. Determine the next beers for next week, or we can do that via Instagram. If you guys like the show, check for us. We'll do our next beers. We will um, promote it via Instagram or Facebook. Yeah. It's, or co- it's all coming soon. Or for 2022. Great. Like, post all your links and shit. Like, you can catch my boy on, like, he has, like, 8,000 links right now. Like, you can fucking talk to him live. You can do your thing. Like, Coach Ray Z is the truth. 
Ray, can do you mind like you know talking about all your little outlets? Yeah. So uh, before we close it out, if you want to catch me again, you enjoying this content, please uh, you can follow me and Ty and share this. Apply to be on uh, get access to Fireside. I will be here this Thursday at 6 p.m. after Lyric Definition and Friday. This Thursday, I will be having a doctor, uh, a doctor, and he we we're going to be talking about fitness myths. And then on Friday, I will have a uh, same time, 6 p.m. I'll have Carlos. He is an ultra runner coming fresh off his, it's called the Avalon 50, which is a, a 50 mile ultra run around Catalina Island. He's also drawn, done a hundred miler. And this is what I want to touch on. I think after his hundred miler, he kind of took some time off and he got into salsa dancing. And I mean, there's a, uh, Salsa dance is pretty cool, in my opinion. Uh, a lot of hot chicks as well, and uh, we could talk to more about that. So be sure to tune in this Thursday and Friday. Wait, this sounds and, super uh, cool. Who's this Carlos guy? Yeah. So Car that sounds cool. Car sounds Not only that, cool. but so uh, he runs LA Marathon pretty much uh -huh. almost every year. And uh, one year, one year we're running it, and he always runs in the tutu. And, a tutu. A uh, tutu. Yeah, he's not gay, yeah. and there's nothing wrong if you're gay, but yeah, every, every, when, no, but but when I ran next to him, you always uh -huh. hear those fucking derogatory comments, you know, like yeah, you know, and then like, oh, you're gonna get a like a guy with a tutu beat you? You're, you're okay, gonna let so this? What? But, why did you run a tutu? That was his thing, or what? I'm yeah. I'm gonna ask him that. I'm gonna ask uh -huh. him that. Uh, yeah, but he, even when I took pictures with him and and stuff, people are like. You know, just talking. It's almost like being a 49er fan. I'm used to just people saying derogatory shit, you know. Like, oh, I'm a San Francisco. Trust me, I know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, so, so people Raider, are just like. Raider, being a Raider fan is synonymous with like a fucking. Having a gay, felony? Like. Jail, yeah, jail yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. What? Yeah, what? what do you mean? People, people just it's talk like the Raiders. shit, you know. <laughs> yeah, all the time. Like at the bar. Uh, like a, like maybe a, a year ago, someone just started talking smack about the 49ers, you know, because our, our friend Jay Demon, he, he has a Niner tattoo. Yeah, These guys are drunk. Uh, Shout out to Demon. And he went to the yeah. Niner game. He went to the LA uh, Rams yep, Niner game. Yep. Represented. So, you know, like uh, people are talking smack right away because we're Niner fans and they, they start saying derogatory things towards us and everyone's drinking and you're like trying to diffuse the situation at, mm. but it's it's like you can't help it people are just going to talk shit so you have to learn how to ignore that you know because it For what sure. are you going to do fight everybody because they fucking talk shit or you know? yeah or or die because you're just talking shit because of an idiot because an, you, you you don't want to have it the coolest thing you can do as a human being when you grow as a man in my opinion, and I'm seeing that every day is like, okay, if something is like off and someone says some shit, then you just like being quiet is the best, best weapon you have. Because I felt something was off with these guys. Yeah. And then I learned that they were former military. And even though what they said was wrong, I'm like, they probably got some sort of CTE going on, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want to fight, fight former veterans over a stupid football team. So I kept yeah. my mouth shut, you know, and I'm like, hey, my bad. I was just trying to be peaceful. But even at the same time, it's like, 
man, come on, guys, like grow up. Like, what are you gonna do? Go around talking shit to people like that? That that's not that's not right either, you know. So Especially it got a little like, tense. We yeah. were about to get down, and then luckily someone broke it up, so it didn't happen. But yeah, I mean, that's the type of stuff you got to deal with. Uh, you do people. I think you have people to be will always be ignorant. Yeah. You can't be you. You can't serve ignorance with ignorance. Like like you know you can't. You have to be able to understand that. And and that's a great example, Ray. And it really is because uh, uh, my wife tells me all the time. Like, like the other day, she like she's like, oh, this guy was. Why you stare at him so long? I was like, I didn't stare at him. I just saw he was staring at me. And she was like, no, that could that could like that that could lead to something really bad. And I go, I wasn't mad dogging him, but I did notice he was looking at me. Like weird, you know, you know, you know what I mean? Like on uh, some like on some mad dog shit. I wasn't instigating at, at the same time. You never know what's going on in someone's mind. So, uh, so like, if that, so if someone's staring at me for like t- two minutes, and then um, I start, I stared at them for ten seconds, and they saw the ten seconds as disrespect. That, but that person that you know, that's not really. How do you say that? Like politely, that's not there. You know, you know, that's not there. That he would react 100%. like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. He re, he he would react in a, in a bad way. And so, so I understood what my, what my wife was saying, but at the same time, I was like, babe, I wasn't looking at him like that. Like I was the only reason why I looked at him was because he looked at me weird, as well, in like, who the hell I, is I this do. guy looking at me? As in, I, I agree with you. But but I also believe in being able to just be ready to defuse any situation. So well, that's if, where I'm at. If if that guy were to be like, "What the fuck are you looking at?" The, I'd be like, "No." In my I opinion, that you're looking at me. In my opinion, the best response would be, "Oh, I really like your shirt. Where'd you get that shirt?" Oh, oh, complete diffuse, huh? Because it's really hard for someone to be like getting crazy with you when you just complimented their shirt. You know, yeah, they can't. There's this, oh, especially because they wore it. So there's this book called Verbal jo- uh, Verbal interesting. Ver- Verbal Judo. You know, and, and uh, when I went to high school, some kid got killed because of you know, he was being bullied. He stood up for himself and he got slammed. Hey, yeah, and this is a high school. He got slammed, and so I saw this video of a martial artist, and he was talking about some martial artists who defended himself against some guy talking shit and then he ended up killing him he went to jail so i was like is it really worth it so then he he talked about about diffusing situations a lot and to me you know having kids having nephews i try and instill these things into him like diffuse the situation as much as possible so someone comes up to you and says what the fuck are you looking at oh that's a fucking nice shirt where'd you get that shirt oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah that is like a oh, great shit. Oh, diffuser yeah. Yeah, it's like it says like what well, I, th- I thought you were looking at me, and then all of a sudden you know what's gonna go down, you know what's gonna happen. It's like if you're, if you're both hood, you're gonna fucking handle it fucking gangster style, you know. So sure. there's different ways to diffuse situations where you don't have to like feel like a punk, but at the same time that person's drunk and yeah, it, it like mean it. No, no, yeah, like yeah. like if I fuck up someone that I know I could fuck up. What am I supposed to feel macho? No. no. Like if I if I want to feel macho, I'm gonna go pick some guy that I think I can't fuck up. That's a yeah. real badass. And now I'm gonna fucking what's up? You know? Yeah, yeah. I actually never like I never think about fucking up someone 
fucking up anybody as as I come up. You know what I mean? I don't want to. I don't want to hurt my fellow human beings. I'd rather right. them grow. Yeah, I'd never think. Oh yeah, dude. If I fuck this dude, there's not one person that deserves that much attention from me where I need to fuck them up. That's where I'm at, and it's real. It's 100 percent honest. Hell no, and, I don't want and to I agree with you, but up. other people aren't like that. So you got to be able to diffuse their mentality mm-hmm. because that, like you said, that person who's not all there, it does want to fuck you up for some mm-hmm. reason. He does. You didn't do like- anything to instigate it. You just need to be able to diffuse it. So having verbal, like, you know, diffuse situations. If you're watching this live, uh, I learned this from Sensei Chico Villatoro, Bushido. Uh. The man, uh, Chico. One, one of the things is like, especially for kids, it's like, hey, stop. Stop. Back away. I'm I'm being serious. Really, right here, I already have my hands up to defend myself, you know? I'm getting, but really, it's like, hey, I'm defusing the situation. Stop. Yeah. I'm warning you. Don't get any closer. Yeah. But really, I'm just preparing to punch him. But it looks like yeah. I'm being like non-combatant. I'm trying to defuse the situation. And and really, that's what you should do because you don't know if they have a gun, you don't know if they have a knife. You don't, you don't. And, and you that don't. is fucking dangerous. And they, you, you know, you don't know what level they are, or how depressed they are, or whatever it is, and and that, that's scary. So that is the best um, defense or offense is defense. Yeah, it, it really is. Yeah. Especially for uh, uh, a strong man, and I always I always try to. To illustrate this this fact about being a Jedi, like if you're a Jedi, it makes more sense. Star Wars metaphors are easier. It's 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 it's, it's transcendent. It's across different generations. To be a Jedi is dope. If you're a Jedi, you understand what peace is. You understand that, like, hey, okay, bro, I'm a Jedi. Okay, I'm not gonna do that to you. I don't I don't have to fucking kill you. I don't have to fuck you up. Excuse my French again. I understand that you're in a bad place. I'm a Jedi. Let me help you. Open the door. Jedi mind tricks. You know what I mean? It's such an ill philosophy that I think George Lucas instilled in us. And I think it's a very strong martial arts practice as well. Being a Jedi. Just like, just it's easy. Watch the movies. Be a Jedi. Something like that. I think it's very so, godly. If that makes any sense. No, it does. And I, I, we'll, we'll touch on that in the next show. So be sure to tune in to the next Drunks episode on January 24th. And we're going to get into more George Lucas because George Lucas got a lot of his inspiration from the samurai old-fashioned Japanese movies. In fact, Darth Vader is a character from an old samurai movie. So we could definitely talk about that. And be sure to follow us for the beer that we'll be drinking and you can join us. Uh, any closing words, Ty, before we uh, close out the show? Um, no. 2022, guys. 2022. It's going to be a better year for all of us. We need to come together and have a conversation. Work out. Understand that you need to work out. You need to drink a couple beers, too. Just to balance out your mindset and um, hey, just kick it with Ray and I. You guys will be better people. Straight up. Love you guys. Thank you for everybody really joining another episode of Drunks. Uh, episode. 
I don't know. I think this might be episode 12 or something, but uh, yeah, thank you for joining to Bigger and Better Things in 2022. We have a lot of things coming up, so be sure to stay tuned. Thank you for joining.